Welcome to The Rulebook. I'm your host, Alex Palmer, and I'm the queen of learning things the hard way so you don't have to. On this podcast, we're talking about the mistakes I made and the lessons I learned along the way to create the rules I now live by. On each episode, we'll be discussing a new rule, how I created it, why it came about, and how you can apply it in your own life. So let's get into it. You guys, <laughs> welcome to episode number 20. Careful who you screw. Okay, I can't believe it's been 20 episodes. Can you? This podcast has been up and down for me. It's been a complete roller coaster of emotions. Even my views are on a roller coaster. They go from 34 to 200, and I simply have no clue why. But I'm not complaining because your girl will take the views, okay? Any way I can get them. Just kidding. Within reason, you know? Anyway, I hate being this transparent, but... And I also hate talking numbers, but I feel that I have to. It's obviously very difficult to continue moving on with a project when you feel like the results are just not there and they're not showing. But I guess I'll have to reevaluate at episode number 50 if I really want to know what the hell is going on. And another number. And the reason that I'm sharing this with all of you is because anyone else who's feeling behind in a project or like they really can't see the finish line, I just want you to know that for me... It's super, super normal to be sailing on a sinking ship until one day, you're just not. And that's kind of what this week's episode is about. So let's get into it. This week, I have to talk about Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels. Notice that I say I have to speak about them, not that I want to speak about them, but I simply must because the material that they are generating in the press is just too perfect for this week's rule. So are you ready for rule number 20? The people you screw... We'll screw you right back when they get the chance. Also, the uncensored version of this rule is the people you fuck will be back to fuck you later when they can. Look, I try to keep it clean on here, but you choose. Whichever rule you prefer to use in your own life is okay by me. Maybe you don't know why Donald Trump is being indicted or what the deal is with Stormy Daniels, so let me just give you the briefest rundown that I possibly can. Michael Cohen was Trump's former bestie. He was his ride or die, and I'm not overstating that. He was his fixer, and professionally, he was his lawyer. But it The job description went well beyond what a typical lawyer does. He even said that he would take a bullet for Donald Trump, and that is a direct quote. But when Cohen paid off Stormy Daniels to not discuss her sexual relations with the Don, well, he ended up taking that metaphorical bullet for Trump, and he was sentenced to three years in jail. But before you feel too fucking bad for him, He only had to serve like 13 months in prison and then the rest was on house arrest. And I'm pretty sure he probably has a nice house. Anywho, Trump turned his back on his former friend, betrayed him and then publicly called him weak and said he was not a very smart person. Well, now Cohen was released from jail in 2021 and he's ready for payback, baby. He since apologized and said he was his crime was basically blonde blonde blind loyalty to trump sound bites in the news have been nothing short of spectacular with stormy daniels saying pussy grabs back oh my god i really hope i don't get banned for this episode (laughs) and whether you like donald trump or not hey the woman's got a point what goes around comes around doesn't it who knows how this whole thing will play out i certainly don't um and most of us won't until tuesday when we actually unseal the what the hell is it called the indictment because we're not even sure what they're charging him with, blah, blah, blah. You can assume it's some type of fraud. Anywho, 
he can still run for president regardless. So it's kind of just another week in the press for the Don. But let's go back to the rule. How you treat other people will end up haunting you. I thought about this for myself in my own life. And I know that I've shared a little bit of my past work experiences with you. And I've kind of hinted at the fact that most of them were pretty fucking unpleasant. But as of yet, I haven't really found myself in a position to really screw anyone over. And it really got me thinking about vengeance. To me, success is the best revenge. And anytime I can take the high road, I obviously try to. And personally, I just like to keep shit moving. So I really don't stop to throw rocks at any dog who fucking barks at me. But th that's me. There are other methods, my friends. And sometimes justice really does need a helping hand. But here's the thing about vengeance. It's a dish that's best served cold. So you've got to be willing to pay the price. And sometimes it does involve self-sacrifice. Cohen served his time. And now he can speak freely about the former president because he's got nothing left to lose. And he's ready to tell the truth. How about the woman who came forward against Harvey Weinstein and eventually took his ass down? Do you think that that was easy? Because it certainly wasn't. The reasons for them coming not to come forward were fucking multiple. Careers were ruined. Reputations were tarnished. And obviously just the sheer humiliation of having to defend yourself in court and, and having your fucking business splashed across newspaper magazines and criticized by everyone. It was awful. There's a whole bunch of reasons why people don't come forward and enact revenge when they have the chance. Because if you really want to get someone, you're going to end up hurting yourself in the process. It's inevitable. And does any of this sound familiar? Because didn't everyone who had a TikTok or an Instagram page end up watching the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial in fucking real time? That trial was gripping. It had everyone in America talking because those two were so committed to ripping each other to shreds no matter the cost. And honestly, even though Johnny Depp was the eventual winner in that trial, those videos that were released of him breaking cabinets and falling asleep with a melting ice cream cone are going to be pretty hard for the public to unsee. And that's the thing about vengeance. Once you enact it, there's no going back and you will, inv you will inevitably lose something too. I found myself retelling the plot to the movie Promising Young Woman this weekend when the topic of revenge came up. It's weird because I actually had a dream about the movie last Monday, well before I was ever knowing that I was going to talk about this on the podcast. And I dreamt about how brave the character was and, and I'll explain more in a second if you haven't seen the movie please do especially if you're a woman but especially if you're a man please please watch it I beg you in the film Carrie Mulligan's character is a med school dropout who's been depressed and like on this very weird quest for vengeance ever since the death of her best friend her best friend was raped at a party and she ended up committing suicide because her assault was filmed and then spread and her story was not believed by anybody and it was blamed for her alcohol consumption. The movie is brilliant and eventually the main character is faced with a choice. She can continue on this quest for vengeance or she can just move on with her life and try to find happiness with her new love interest and she chooses 
vengeance. Okay. And close your ears because I'm about to ruin the ending. But you should still watch the movie regardless. In the end, she's murdered by the man who raped her best friend. And she orchestrates this. She, she knows he's going to do it. And she puts all these steps into place for him to enact this. And in doing so, she finally vindicates her friend and also destroys him in the end. But of course, she also self-destructs. I've only seen the movie once, but it still fucking haunts me because the ending is that disturbing. It's that chilling, infuriating, and ultimately effective. Please watch it. Revenge is not new. It's a tale as old as time. It's what Shakespeare's greatest plays were grappling with. And it's even what, I gotta, I gotta like look at my iPhone for this, but it's even what Tupac is singing about in the song changes. And he says, I never get to lay back because I always got to worry about the payback. Some buck that I roughed up way back coming back after all these years. Revenge is fucking everywhere. Maybe we don't think about it enough though. But instead of enacting revenge, why can't I say that word? Revenge. It sounds weird to me. <laughs> revenge on your former ex-employer who was shitty to you. Maybe that's not the hill you want to die on because chances are she'll end up screwing herself over all on her own. So look, figure out what's worth it and what's not. You've got to be selective when you want to enact vengeance and careful with how you treat other people because you never know who's coming back. Bigger and stronger and better than ever, baby. That's a lesson that Trump is learning, and it's a lesson that we can watch him learn instead of learn firsthand. Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Michael Cohen. Thank you, Stormy. You guys, if you like this episode, please subscribe to this channel and this podcast and follow me at Serious Actors on all platforms. All right. See you next Monday, guys. Bye-bye.